Welcome everyone to South Bend, Indiana. Merrimack Hockey back on the air. Warriors get set to finish up their weekend series with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Time for our pregame coaches chat. We visit with Merrimack head coach Mark Dennehy as we always do. And uh, Mark, a 4-0 loss here last night. Merrimack, I thought, deserved a better fate, particularly after that very strong first period. Uh, one of the <clears throat> better periods the Warriors have played all season. Your take? Yeah, I thought we came out ready to play. Um, you know, but but you can't leave opportunities on the uh, at the doorstep. You know, um, it, it's hard to play on the road. Uh, it takes a certain mentality, and one of the things you need to do. And, and it's funny, I looked in, at the Providence box score, and, and they scored first again. I don't know how many games they've played, but I would say over eighty percent of their games they've scored first. Um, scoring first is huge. Um, so yeah, we outshot them eleven to three. I think it was eleven to one at one point, um, but we didn't capitalize. You know, you got to put a puck in the back of the net, and that can change the whole dynamic of the game. Well, Mark, obviously it's uh, tough to lose a player of Mike Collins' stature. He left the game due to an, due to an upper body injury early on. Uh, will it just be a case of evaluating the injury further back home and then going from there? Yeah, I think you know, like. The human body is pretty amazing, you know. Uh, when something happens, it sends uh, its its healing properties there, and 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 they'll, so there'll be swelling, and um, you know, it's not until the body kind of sorts out what's going on that you really that it, that it gives you any information back as to what might be the issue. So, um, yeah, we'll wait till the swelling goes down and, and take a look. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, but it, it, again, I think it's it's too early to. Uh, prognosticate um, you know we'll get back to, to Boston and, and have our guys take a look at it right. Mark as a result uh, things have changed up a bit tonight Sean Bates will be paired with Crystal Blank you also get Josh Myers back uh, which uh, hopefully will be a positive for you well you know he, I'm sure he's hungry to play uh, and, and to play hard um, you know mixing, mixing some things up um, you know, Chris is, is really a natural center, and, and we put him on the wing because we liked him with Hampus and Mike. And, you know, with Mike going down, it gives us an opportunity to, to see what he can do at center. Um, you know, it felt like he was kind of getting stuck there on the wall a little bit. Um, and yeah, a little bit of blood. And then you got a senior out there in, in Sean Bates with him, hopefully giving him some leadership and, and some, some wheels with, with uh, Mizey. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, Mark, uh, another change up front. Sees the Gustafson brothers playing together on the same line along with Ben Ba. It'll be interesting to see the spark that the, the two brothers can create as well. Well, we had them together early on in the year, preseason, and then, uh, you know, the first week of camp. And, um, you know, obviously there's some a relationship there and there's some cohesion. So, um, you know, Benny Ba brings some really good wheels and, and a head for the game. Um, you know, again, to, to kind of steal from Scotty Bowman, you're really looking for, for two guys on that line to have some, some chemistry. And then that third guy, you kind of work in and out. And we think John and Hampus, uh, you know, whether it's familial or not, have a chemistry. Mark, as you approach the rematch tonight, uh, do you change anything tactically? Uh, I think you take some things away from the game last night and, and uh, you know, you try to extrapolate on them. You try to... Um, to do them better, whether it's forecheck, whether it's uh, power play, penalty kill. Um, that was a pretty entertaining game. I mean, that was up and down. You know, both teams had opportunities. So, yeah. you know, there'll be some fine-tuning going on. I don't know if there's going to be any wholesale changes for sure. Well, Mark, we had a chance to talk to Dave Strader of the NBC Sports Network last night about this. I'd love to get your take. Uh, outdoor hockey, both of these teams will be involved in Frozen Fenway later this year. The NHL also will have three sets of games around North America. How good is this for the game? And How do you think the games in California will uh, play out with the warm weather out there? 
I, you know, it really has become uh, a, a North American sport. I mean, Canada just eats it, drinks it, sleeps it. You, you cross the border, and, and you know, sports center for them uh, it starts with hockey. There's a lot of hockey in the middle, and then it ends with hockey. And if Toronto and if the Blue Jays are in the World Series, you might hear about them. And if it's a Grey Cup final, you might hear about that. But beyond that, it's hockey, hockey, and hockey. There are some hotbeds in, in the U.S. You know, the New England area, Minnesota, Michigan. Um, but but some of those other areas are starting to, to uh, because of, of migrants, you know, because of, of transplants. Uh, there's definitely an affinity for the game in, in Southern Jersey and Philly, and you know, you start to see good plays come out of there. Um, so yeah, I think there'll be some some exciting uh, hockey in, in Cali and people interested. And I think a big part of that too is I'm sure it's, it's going to be a great place to go in terms of the uh, the, the frozen Fenway stuff. It'll be neat, and the guys, you know, I think it'll be a good um, experience for our players. Um, you know, it's <laughs> you know, growing up uh, playing on ponds, uh, all I looked to do was play in, in inside. <laughs> I aspired to play inside, and it's funny these none of these, so few of these guys have actually skated outside. It's, it's it, we flipped it around, but uh, it's neat, and, and uh, I think it takes on more meaning when you get there and you're on the ice. I think uh, his popular belief is as long as it doesn't rain out there in California, I think they'll be fine. Well, if he can control that, then um, <laughs> i got another job for him. Hi, Mark. Finally, um, it was great to see a familiar face on the bus yesterday. Uh, Timmy Burke made the trip out here to Indiana. Of course, he's uh, such a, as much a warrior as anyone else here, and I know that put a lot of smiles on a lot of faces. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's our teammate, you know, and um, it's funny. I ran into his mom, and I said, I didn't realize he was coming, and I, I ran to his mom and I said, well, "Where's Berkey?" She, and you know, it was almost he was on the bus. You know, where else would he be? Um, but no, it is. It's great to see him. He's doing great, um, working hard in school, and uh, I know he's enjoying it. You know, and um, it, it definitely puts things in perspective. All right, Mark. Uh, best of luck tonight. Warriors looking to get out of here with a split. Uh, we'll see you back home, Northeastern, in town Friday. And thanks again for your time. Thanks, John. All right, that's Mark Danahy, the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors. Mike Macknick and I will return to South Bend in a moment with more on the pregame show. You're tuned in to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Broadcast Network.